will <laughs> <laughs> fucking kick your neck off. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. You ready to get started? You good? You comfy? You ready to talk? I think so. Hold on. I'm trying to feel if I have to go pee. <laughs> Okay, welcome to the podcast. Two fucking assholes talk about a bunch of bullshit. I'm Mar. I'm Tarm. And we really do talk a bunch of bullshit. Like, don't take this shit to heart. But if you do, fuck you, man. You suck. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to people? Jesus. Self-destructive bitch. Oh, gosh. All I'm right. Sorry. You're not sorry yet. I'm not sorry. <laughs> so, it's it's actually been a while since we talked. Uh, yeah. I say that every fucking time we start this podcast, so here we go. Uh, one more for Namalacy, I guess. It's been a long uh, day. Yeah, so I think last I talked to you was a couple nights ago when we watched Fast and Furious with a bunch of friends. Yes, that is true. And it ra- it was raining through my ceiling right into my eyes. Um, yeah. yeah. It didn't happen to be raining at exactly the time when Vin Diesel and Paul Walker said goodbye to each other, was it? That's that's about when the rain started, I think. It was <laughs> it was stupid. I could hardly I could hardly see the film. Well that sucks that all that all that rain got into your eyes. Mine were just yeah. sweaty. I was just trying to look at much as the screen as possible. I just had fucking sweaty ass eyes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I don't know. I my week hasn't really been. I mean, it was a week. I worked out. I. You know what? I worked nothing. out too. Yeah. Well, I think I think we all kind of do nothing nowadays. You worked out. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I started working out again instead of just hating myself and taking advantage of the fact that nobody I care about would see me. Um, That being said, (laughs) while I was working out, out, something happened. Um, There was an incident. I actually got injured. Um, So I was listening to... Did you do a (laughs) sit-up? No. (laughs) Um, Because that's a workout. I think it was after about like my two thousandth work I set up. <laughs> it's all like Ron Burgundy. He's me... like a million and one. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the women find me attractive because Dang. they see my stomach has been deformed, and they're like, "Hey, this guy's really good at laying down and sitting up again. He practices a lot." <laughs> and um, yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, no, so um, I've been listening to music, and it's been getting to where like I don't. You know, I'm a very musical person, but I kind of like want to let go of the control over the music so it doesn't get stagnant. And I made the mistake of listening to like Google and YouTube where they're like, hey, I got you, man. We're just going to play the same eight songs, but they're not really anything like what you've been listening to. But I've gotten it to where, you know, it's what I want to listen to. And yeah. Now. Well, let me put it to you this way. The music started turning into film scores 
and soundtracks oh. in general. Pretty yeah. damn quick. And I'm sitting there pumping iron, and all of a sudden, the Tyler, I think it's Tyler Bates uh, 300 soundtrack comes on. Mm. And it's like, and I was just like, you know, next thing you know, I'm like, you know, I'm throwing 40 pound plates or 45 pound plates, you know, like frisbees, and I'm using kettlebells as hacky sacks. It's like sitting up with a barbell in your fucking mouth. Yeah, I'm I'm field goal kicking uh, slam balls and um yeah, no, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty at all. Um, well, that does bring us to our theme for our uh, talk this week is uh, soundtracks. Now, music in general, you underestimate how much music can actually lift your mood or, your mood or not, right? I said mood. Oh, yeah. What what the yeah. fuck? Um <laughs> uh I I was having a really shitty week and I made a playlist called Fuck You, I'm Tired of Your Bullshit and just threw a bunch of songs in there that are just like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. And uh, it was pretty good. (laughs) And it actually boosted my mood. Every once in a while, especially now when we're all in quarantine, there's a lot of stuff that you take for granted because you do it all the time now, right? Not all the time do you get to listen to music while at work or anything like that. So you kind of take it for granted. And movie soundtracks, I feel like, Nobody really talks about them as much. Hmm. Yeah, you know, that's true. Like, be it f- actual film scores or just songs that were, like, perfectly picked to, picked to be licensed to the film. Like, oh, definitely. They they can create a mood in and of itself. Um, you know, some of them kind of take you to a setting from the film, and that's sparked by the feeling that you got from the film. But then there's some soundtracks or film scores that actually put the feeling in you. Like, even if the scene isn't that sad or you can handle it, they've got this song that'll just waterbend the tears out of your fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's just the uh, super iconic ones, too. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, you know, there, there are some soundtracks you can see the movie when you listen to it. But then there are some soundtracks, some compositions that you can picture totally different scenes. Like, I, I have... I, I would say I have a pretty good imagination. And sometimes when I'm listening to, you know, not all of the scores make it to the film, right? It's edited to fit certain scenes. Mm-hmm. So when you hear music that is still matching the theme, but within the the, the movie, it wasn't, right? Yeah. I'm talking yeah, like Yoda, but <clears throat> it, you can picture different can... shit going on. Yeah, yeah, you almost make new parts or tie up some loose ends that were in your mind. Yeah, uh, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I actually, this week, I went to Instagram and I asked a group of people, basically, um, you know, what is a soundtrack that you can listen to over and over? You know, like the full album. or mm. And then what is your favorite? So I've got a huge list of answers here. When uh, you're ready, we can go through them. Yeah, um, I'm pretty much ready. It's funny okay. because, you know, just within like a few minutes, I kind of came up with my own answers too because I'm a, I don't know, I like music and yeah. I love the movies. I'm a cinemaholic. If I could find a way to just have cinema in an IV bag, that would be <laughs> Well, I think what's cool about movies, before we cover the the answers, is not just the music, but the movie itself. If it's done well, yeah, sometimes when you're watching a movie, the editing's a little sloppy or there's plot holes. But if it really just 
makes you happy and takes you to a place where all you're thinking about are what the characters are going through or being able to actually just understand what's going on on screen. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't matter if people are like, oh, that movie sucks. You're like, wow, cool. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't fucking ask you. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's the other thing is, you know, it, it, it is kind of relative, but, like, you can kind of, like, project yourself into the movie oh, and definitely. it gives a whole new meaning to you. You mm-hmm. know, or sometimes a movie can be so good it can make a really – like shitty soundtrack fucking slap and then the other way around <laughs> yeah soundtrack's so awesome that you kind of tolerate the movie even though it's gross and weird and your friends who think they're smart enjoy it you know like <laughs> like requiem for a dream where you're like dang this music's great Ooh, but they're doing like gross stuff for drugs okay cool yeah <laughs> so okay so let's go to the list of and uh the listeners responses so first response i got was Labyrinth. Mm. Wholeheartedly agree. You and I watched that movie with all of our cousins and stuff. Whenever there are family reunions, we watched that or Legend. And I'm going to be honest, the the guy, um, oh, what's his name? He paired with David Bowie to make the album, but he's the same guy who does Last of the Mohicans, which you would never be able to know with all the synthy sounds and the the (laughs) fucking electronic drums. Doosh, 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 doosh. But, um, yes, good soundtrack. So they said Labyrinth, yeah. Tron, <laughs> that, ooh, yeah. uh, Ready Player <laughs> One, and then they said <laughs> they couldn't decide on a favorite. And, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> funny, though. I just really quick want to touch that whoever made those answers basically just cut, like, the top off of my list. I know no one else can see this, but they just... Like I had a list of stuff. Uh, just down. for the listeners, uh, Tar just showed me a list of his 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 top soundtracks. It looks like a two year old drip. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Heart. Oh my heart! It hurt. Uh, <laughs> um. So the second answer we got was Club to Death the matrix soundtrack so someone uh really like oh what's his name um i remember the album cover it shows him like wiping his mouth yeah rob what's dugan, yeah, rob rob dugan. dugan. Yeah, I, um, I actually listened to him a lot in yeah. high school yeah, he's and now a big and then one. i still do um and then we have another listener who said right now birds of prey which is actually a pretty good soundtrack it's all about like oh ladies i'm a lady Woo, yeah so it's kind of cool. It, it's nice. Uh, I definitely listen to it back to back to back to back to back. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I agree with this person. Um, I've got, I love chill background music like Studio uh, Ghibli. Ghibli, Ghibli. Oh. I'm not sure how they say it. Um, <laughs> soundtracks are super soothing. Favorite soundtrack is Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good movie in general. Yeah. But it's also like the parts when she's flying on the like the owl glider and it's like and it's just intense right yeah, like you're like oh yeah, god damn fuck. yeah that's the thing like studio uh, i don't know i feel pretentious <laughs> if i say ghibli right i feel like it should be ghibli but i don't know maybe a listener dude, can correct us yeah dude I, I mean you can correct me all, all you want i'm just i'm just gonna do whatever i want um He's but they're just like um they're just like disney in the sense that their movies fucking vibe. Their soundtracks are fucking perfect. So, like, they actually met, like, all three of the parameters that I really said earlier. Like, 
they take you to the place, they make you feel the feelings, and they're just this icon. Like, they're this thing that fills you, you know? Like, Disney and Studio Glabry, they're like... Glabry, blah, blah. They're, they're, they're tops, man. Like, they're yeah, just, they're good. They're Studio powerhouses. Good stuff. Joe Hisashi is the main composer, I think, for most of their stuff. And he's there just good go. in general. Um, yeah, okay, so next entry is basically any and every Disney song. And well, I can't blame them, especially during what I feel like is their peak, like when it comes to, I mean, it's more of a nostalgic thing, right? So it started with Little Mermaid, even though I don't really like that movie. I think she's a fucking idiot. Ever since I was a kid, yeah, I kind yeah. <laughs> of felt that way. But I yeah. mean, you can only know so much at 16, right? She's she's really young, so oh, yeah. Yeah. I and shouldn't be as harsh. Yeah. Uh, Aladdin's a good one. Top, she's in the top one percent of the ocean too, so she's, she's yeah. got that disconnect. Yeah, but the, I mean, Lion King. There's. I remember Pumping. being so infatuated with the Lion King soundtrack as a kid. I, t- oh, <laughs> I told, I told mom that I was gonna marry Elton John. She's like, oh, sweetie. <laughs> Ooh, no, no, no. How do I break this? Tarzan oh, actually had a really good soundtrack too. Well, you know, that's something I was just leaning into with the studio. Uh, Jibby and then transitioning to Disney is like they're so resourceful mm-hmm. like they take that they take like all the key points of like being you know orchestra and emotional but then they also like take aspects of whatever resource they're using so for you know for for Little Mermaid they're taking like tropical instruments and a steel drum, but they're still mm-hmm. you know, putting it together in just the best possible way with Mulan, with Lion King. Like you've really listened to it. And, you know, they, they kind of did the same thing with um, with Black Panther. They took like, you yeah, know, makes you sound like, like you're at that place. Like listen yeah, to they, their music. They, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like got like the relatable urban stuff. So you don't feel left out. It's got the powerful orchestra stuff of being a film score, but then they took like some of the more localized or traditional sounds and instruments and they put it in there. It's just fucking divine. It's so cool yeah. to do that. And that's, I think uh, a lot of the movies that we describe um, that definitely shaped our childhood, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, stuff like that. Alan Menken, I believe is the composer. I might be wrong, but he, you can definitely tell when it's him too. But yeah. yeah, a lot of those songs like Moana, I fucking love. I, l- I will listen yep. to Shiny by Jermaine Clements <laughs> over and over and over again. Because it's not just yeah. what's cool about it is it, it's kind of, it gives you like a Broadway sense, right? Because they're all musicals. Yeah. But it also, it's a character singing. So right. when you sing it, you kind of do the character too. You're like, oh, Tomatora hasn't always been yeah. this glam. Like, it's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and that's, what, that's what Disney has always been like a powerhouse is like mm-hmm. when it comes to it's a person, a place, a thing, a feeling, bam, like it's all there. And, you know, there's some other music that like kind of does that where it's like, it is the movie. Like it gives you the vibe, like, um, like the God of soundtracks, Hans Zimmer. Ooh, like, yeah, boy. When he, when he did like, pretty sure you know, he did Lion King parts of Lion King. Probably, because I mean, it's the only He's been way. In everything, so, yeah. like, um, well, here's my favorite example, um, Sherlock Holmes. Ooh, like, baby, he's it's still a... got the amazing orchestra of an action film, but it's got that 
that vibe like from the era with the string instruments. My <laughs> favorite track from that is it's so overt. It's covert. Dun, mm. dun, dun, dun. Yeah, fucking so good. (laughs) I I was actually one of those came on while I was um while I was working out. This isn't even like the joke anymore, but like it was the one that starts out with the you're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm sitting there like I might have to skip this. This might be one of those chilling. I was like, I must destroy. God, I'm sitting yeah. there like just I'm laying perfectly still and I'm lifting the whole gym and putting it down yeah. instead of bench pressing. Fucking... Yeah, All right. Yeah. So our next answer is the original Lord of the Rings. So the the first trilogy. Mm. Um, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that choice. I was obsessed with two towers going through middle school and high school. I actually walked around school with a ruler in the back of my shirt like it was a sword. Like I was ready. So <laughs> I don't ready <laughs> Shut to up. measure stuff. This is before Darkon was big, dude. Fucking that sword was gonna kill people. It had a little metal edge. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I even wore it when we were outside, so that was cool. I'm really cool. Um, someone. Okay, so another uh, listener says, Pulp Fiction also Last of the Mohicans. Last of the Mohicans is fantastic, dude. Yeah. Um, it covers the history of those characters too. Has a little bit of. Uh, orchestral parts, but part of it kind of sound Irish, right? Didn't the guy have like Irish heritage or something similar to that? Yeah, yeah. I was getting ready to compare Last of the Mohicans to Braveheart, actually, because it's just one of those films where like it gives you that fucking like feeling, like it's this like struggle, and it's like fucking something oh, about strings done. And I, I'm, I'm not a music expert, but when something sounds like. I don't know how to explain when something sounds Irish. This is going to sound terrible. And I'm sure people are going to fucking hate me. But something about it, I can't describe it because I'm too stupid. Celtic Celtic in general, really. Yeah, like like with the way they do their drums and their strings. And then you get the tin whistle in there. I'm just like, oh, yeah. yeah." Like, (laughs) I don't know what it is about it, but I just like (laughs) fucking feel it. So, ah, man. It's probably it's so just our heritage speaking. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just like a... Well, I think it's a human thing, right? Like some of the first instruments like around the world were flutes, right? Yeah. So like we've always just liked that shit, I think. Yeah, dude. But, flutes and drums, everything. Yeah, dude. Fucking feel it. All right. So we got another entry that says, Family of the Opera! Exclamation oh, point. You know what? It, it was iconic and it was perfect for the film. I got to agree. Pretty good. I dig yeah. it. I, Every answer, Dude. I'm not like a super picky person, but every answer we've had, just to like kind of spoil it, like I'm just like, yeah, me too. <laughs> like I'm not like, yeah. eh, why did you think that? But I'm pretty sure um, it's gonna be me too. Yeah. <clears throat> so we got another answer. Not a big soundtrack person, but I love Birds of Prey. Um, currently, so, uh, so that's two for Birds of Prey, which is pretty good. Then we got Mulan. Oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> Back when I taught a, a workout class, I was told that I was too indim- too intimidating and hard to approach, which is funny because I did. I played I'll Make a Man Out of You in, in our class, and not because I wanted to make men out of people, but like, that's a fucking good song. Come on, let's get down to business. Dude, when I was a kid, yeah, like when I was a kid and I had to get pumped and I was getting ready for like anything, whether it was to go outside and just fight my imagination or to like do something amazing but, like i mean let's get down to business yeah it's oh my god 
so good. I fucking love that song. And what's funny is I believe Jackie Chan sings the Chinese version. So Donny Osmond sings the English version, and the Chinese version is sung by Jackie Chan, which is great. Um, we got mm-hmm. another entry for Fellowship in Two Towers. Close to my heart, dude. I watch Two Towers mm-hmm. endlessly all the yes. time. Ugh. When they're at Rohan and it's like, like, oh, my heart. And then you see like the horse flag falling and Aragorn's like, oh, emotions. And you're like, oh, fucking God. It's truly epic in the truest sense of like the word. Yeah. So good. Um, and then they, this person also said, and the anime, the soundtrack to the anime, Your Name, which if you haven't seen it, if anyone listening to this hasn't seen it, super good movie, really interesting just story. It's very original. There's not, I, I don't know if I can claim that it's really original. I'm just a asshat. But it, I just, I really enjoyed it when I watched it. I feel like we're, we're kind of chased down with a lot of the same stuff recently, but this was a pretty good anime um movie excuse me um then we got an entry for fur uh, um footloose was my first love i've known all of the lyrics since i was a toddler and i think that's fantastic um i don't know too much about it but i do remember being a kid watching that movie where that chick is like i'm gonna straddle between two cars and a Big truck is almost gonna fucking kill me, and I remember being like, "Wow, lady, what the fuck is going on?" <laughs> I remember just being little and just being like, "What?" All I gotta say is that someone sent me a meme recently, and it had the neon-looking letter spelling out "Footloose," but someone redid the cover art of the woman from Misery oh, God. and the guy who was like making the. The please don't face. Yeah. Oh my god. Fucking <laughs> breaks his legs in that movie. That's disgusting. Okay. Oh well, now that we've That's we visited the dark corner. I'm sorry. You're fine. Uh, so we got another en- entry saying movies by Wes Anderson and Quentin Tarantino and The Secret yeah. Life of Walter Mitty. Now I know that that is a remake of an older movie. I actually, unfortunately, haven't seen it at all. But now, like, I'm super interested. I'm behind on a lot of movies because in the past I've not watched a lot of people, uh, not watched a lot of movies because the people I was with were like, oh, I hate movies. I think, oh, this sucks. Ugh. They don't want to try anything. So, okay. <laughs> now that we're done with that, um, we got another entry saying, I think we had someone come back and like hit us twice, actually. They said, I can also listen to the Galaxy Quest theme for an embarrassing amount of time, which actually, Galaxy Quest is a good fucking time. Yeah. It was actually, it was a funny movie, but the soundtrack does slap, actually. Yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah. We got we got an entry saying, Labyrinth soundtrack fucking slap! So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. So, <laughs> Dude, um, I'm sorry, but the world was not ready for David Bowie. I, you know, what's very interesting is there's a, maybe we'll do like a whole podcast entry on the movie Labyrinth in general. Um, yeah, just should, because cause... I feel like a lot of that movie has kind of shaped me. I love Jim Henson yeah. movies. As a kid, we watched Muppet Treasure. I know Jim Henson was alive for that, but Muppet Christmas Carol is the is a pinnacle movie in our family. Like oh, we yeah. don't watch like normal Christmas Carol. Like when Christmas rolls around, it's Muppet C- Christmas Carol or go yeah. fuck yourself. Like <laughs> I actually have that on my list here is the Muppet Christmas Carol. It's so good. That shit gives you feelings, dude. And Michael Caine does so good. It's like Oh, so yeah. good. Um, so yeah, the Jim Henson's works are a huge part of our family. We've always liked puppets. We like Dark Crystal. Just oh, so much. Ugh. 
my heart. Um, okay, so we've our last. Oh, we've got two more entries. Um, we got someone saying it's clearly South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Kyle's mom is a bitch. It's easy, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> Little boy, you going to hell? <laughs> um, the list goes on and on. So that is that movie, especially when it comes to comedic movies or comedic like comedic shows like Fly the Concords. Music is the centerpiece is of what makes those movies. And I think it's a sign of good writing. I might be wrong. My taste may be so fucking backwards, but I think I think it's a sign of just being super creative and productive. I don't know. Um mm. our last entry is it's a show, but the soundtrack for Peaky Blinders is phenomenal. Oh, and that's dear, of it, it definitely even though the music is newer than the actual time period of like 19 10 to 1920 and on kind of thing. Even though they're using white stripes and everything like that, but I, they fit like something about them are just gritty and nasty and brutish. And it's cool. I'm down with it. I don't really see see much of a problem with that sort of thing, to be honest. Now, sometimes the authentic music is nice, but look at a knight's tale. Like, Oh yeah. They they translate because when we hear the do 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 like that doesn't slap for us. No. But they no. wanted to convey the same feelings that they felt back then, so they were like people getting clapped, yeah. Like yeah, dude. Like it was cool and it worked. And sometimes it really doesn't. Yeah, I mean, work. dancing I mean, to golden years. Let's, let's let's fucking go, dude. Yeah, like I'm, I'm dude. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 go? You can hit me all day because you punched like a what? A girl. <laughs> That's a good movie. Oh, my God. I just want to watch movies like, all the just, fucking time. Now. Yeah. Just thinking about that soundtrack, it took me <laughs> back to a good time, right? Like, yeah. that's what this is about. Goddamn. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So how about we take a break? Those were all of the responses that we were able to get from Instagram. Um yeah, so we'll take a break and we'll come back and then we'll talk about what we think, like, what are the components of a good soundtrack for us um, individually. So I think that's a good time. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you tired of all the shit in your head? Oh boy, am I. Well, do we have the product for you? Well, tell me more. If you subscribe to the Hedge Fund Bailouts Patreon for just $99.99 a day, we'll ship you this amazing product, guaranteed to get all the shit out of that grape of yours. Oh wow, that sounds fancy. Once you subscribe, we'll send you our patented brick technology. Brick. Oh wow. Did you say? Yes. With the secret technology of this six-sided rectangle, you'll be able to make all of that shit go away. How do I use it? Our doctors recommend applying this directly to the temple when experiencing a flood of those shitty thoughts. Having trouble sleeping? Can't unsee that embarrassing moment from the fourth grade? Wife and kids won't shut the fuck up and leave you alone? Apply directly to the temple. Wow. Directly to my temple. Yes. Depending on the shit that's in your head, you may want to try the different levels designed specifically specifically by our scientists. Level 1. With the force at which you would punch a small child, apply the brick to your temple. Level 2. With the force at which you would break down a door with your bare hands, apply the brick directly to your temple. 
level three. With the force you would use to club a crazy lady that has held you captive in her house for months, apply directly to your temple. All right, can I use it for other things? Yes, of course. This brick works great at family reunions. Help your in-laws clear their minds of useless shit. Kids won't go to sleep, brick. Boss won't give you a raise, brick. Want to seize the means of production? Brick! Neighbor has a nice car? Brick! Stuck with people who only quote Seinfeld? Well, of course! Brick! Well, sounds like I can use it for a plethora of things. That's right, friend. Does it have any side effects? According to our scientists, the side effects are minimal and include permanent sleep, IBS, head trauma, fits of euphoria, aneurysms, a sudden fondness of the show Friends, progressive brain degenerative disease, a communist mindset, and erectile dysfunction. Note, the elderly have a higher risk of experiencing permanent sleep, but who doesn't love sleep? (laughs) Wow, that's not a lot of side effects at all. Sign me up. (laughs) Hold your horses there, pal. If you act now, you'll get a bonus subscription to give us even more of your money. (laughs) Great. I love spending money. Pretend to talk to your doctor and subscribe today to the Hedge Fund Bailouts Patreon and get your well-deserved brick. Brick, the building block for a clear mind. Brick is not responsible for any brain injuries or death that may occur. If this happens, please write a letter and throw it right in the garbage. Okay. And we are back. So now we're going to break down basically what we think are good soundtracks to us. Not mm. that anybody fucking cares, I guess. <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> so I just want to kind of break down the elements and then you can break down yours and then go into your list if you want. Yeah, sure. We can do it that okay. way. So for me, what makes a good movie soundtrack, uh, and even just a show soundtrack, um, I know I, I hit on this earlier. It was definitely like being able to be in that spot in the movie and feel those emotions and the music that really evokes and helps uh, create an atmosphere, right, or a feeling. Um, yeah. If the theme of the music really hits well with the theme of the movie like when they're together and they're one like they're they're inseparable right you hear those songs even if they're licensed songs right they're borrowed from other artists that you hear on the radio you think of that movie especially if they mesh really well right yes um but i am a sucker for sad uh and or like dynamic strings like oh man yeah me too i lose my mind yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I'm more of a concerto person. I, I literally, I, I, classic music is like a big part of my life. And it wasn't even me trying to be ironic. It's like, you know, my grandfather was always listening to classic music. And whenever I was sick, Fantasia was there to heal Ooh, me. Like, baby, Fantasia. You know? Now so, that's a movie that would be dead without the soundtrack. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, it is the <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's where we got our appreciation for visuals, atmosphere, and music to be uh-huh. together. And I got to say, though, as much as I'm not huge on, like, sonatas and stuff like that, there is some piano music that just makes my heart beat different. Like, 
I don't know about I don't know about any of those terms. So you're you're speaking to a oh. dumb person right now. Oh, um, well, I'm kind of like going off of my experience too. I don't really know, you know, if it's actually the way it is, but like what they I mean. But to, you know that I what you like is yeah. right. Like when I listen to a concerto, it seems to be mostly strings, and when I listen to a sonata, one of the main focuses is a piano. Okay. Um, and that's just my own observations. I don't really know what that is. I haven't had time to look and I kind of don't care to. It's like when you go to another country and you like what you're eating, it's usually best not to ask what <laughs> animal you're eating. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I totally know what you mean with the freaking strings, but I got to say when it comes to some films and some artists, the piano, God, the piano. Oh, like, uh, um, interesting. Look at, look at Clint Mansell. The way he does the piano in The Fountain Ooh, and baby. the way Don't, he does the piano fountain. even in The Road, which kind of ruins the soundtrack. Um, or I think Clint Mansell also did the Lunar one, which was like that weird clone conspiracy about the guy who worked on the moon. No, I've never um, seen that. I think that was Clint Mansell, but don't hold me to that one. Uh, I should have done research, but I, I like to shoot from the hip. Um, Couldn't tell. Those... Those are fucking really powerful, and the strings and the piano together definitely really help. Um, I don't know if you've seen the Fountain, Mar. Um, I love the Fountain. I love the Fountain soundtrack. It saved my yeah. Google Play music list. I yeah, listen I'm to it often. It's incredibly emotional yeah. for me. I don't know what it's like for other people, but it is for me too. Uh, even before I saw the movie, I was like, I must see this movie. And that's me. I'm not an emotional <laughs> masochist. I don't like to watch sad or super emotional movies, but man, like that film definitely got me. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't say like, I don't know. I really like some of the work done from, Warren Ellis. He's done some work for Peaky Blinders and a couple other movies, like A River Runs Through It, uh, mm, a couple yeah. other places. But he mixes just minimal piano and string, and it just yeah, so good, dude. That's me in general. I love simple and slower music for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's always been my thing. Like it gives even you wiggle even- room. Yeah, and and I think with someone as, I guess, a fairly vivid imagination like me, like, I can can make head movies in my mind. (laughs) 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 No, but, like, I really can. I can make, like, a really cool scene in one of the things that Mm -hmm. maybe one day I'll actually finish and make, but I... I have these really cool stories and ideas in my head. And then sometimes I just make like a really cool scene to that sort of music. And it's, it's nice. I like it. It's a good time. <clears throat> yeah, what definitely. else is on your list? Gosh. So I made my list really long. I'm probably not going to get through all of it. So I'm going to try to cherry pick here. Da, 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 da. Well, someone already said labyrinth, but since I'm already getting into like the emotional music that gives you like a feeling Mm-hmm. I'm going to start there, I guess. Um, Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh, yeah. You, I didn't even you think might, about that. You might remember the stunning visuals more than the music, but if the music wasn't there, it'd be pretty weird. And if you go back and you listen to the music, that shit's like... Damn. It hits, especially when the mom is going through her problems. 
Like that's yeah. when it's like some of the worst. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's almost similar. And this is going to sound crazy warped, but it is kind of similar to some of the music they use in Schindler's List, in my opinion. Uh. Um, like it just lingers. Talk about a heavy film. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely, mm. it's got like this fucking like aura about it, I guess. Like, I don't know how to really describe it. Oh, I mean, music hits people differently, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Definitely. And you know, even even the music inspired by movies sometimes. Like, I got all this <laughs> huge case of these really weird CDs and like... Didn't mom get this for you from Walmart or some shit? I think so. It was like music inspired by Harry Potter, which by the way, Harry Potter's on my list is one of those just iconic sounds. Super good. Um, And then it was like music inspired by Lord of the Rings. And I found that if you can project an idea into some simple but nice music, you can create stuff. Like I created these... Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings fanfics in my head of like just listening to that music. And it's yeah. kind of like how Target had that weird section of like their generic music and they're like Alaskan Journey. And you're like, yeah, this is nice music. And I probably wouldn't have thought about Alaska, but now I can see Alaska because you said <laughs> Alaskan Alaska. Journey and now I'm listening to it. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. Um, and it's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Like, I listen to a lot of artists that probably have been used for some film scores, but they're not really doing film scores, you know, like um, less friction or um, I think it's like Pussifier or something, uh, Pussifer, some shit like that. I don't know they found their way in my playlist and I get too wrapped up and rocking out to like really see who made the song, but it was something like yeah. that. Um, but like, it's funny cause I, I made a huge trip across the country just on a whim, just I had to do it. And the first song I heard by them came on and it was about like how hard it is to cross a river by yourself because everyone's got to come together and like make stuff happen. You can't just go through being angry and strong or wealthy or whatever you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you can conquer the world, you can destroy mountains and stuff, but you fucking punk ass bitch. You know you need help to cross a river. And well, it was I'm like gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, yeah, it was ironically just as I was crossing the Mississippi <clears throat> River. I was like, oh, and I was like, I was punch drunk because I drove nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, it, I don't know. It kind of hit different, I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. What else Sorry, is on that list of yours, there, Brada? Well, really, any 80s action film is like an instant Ooh, icon. So, like the 80s synth um, grunge kind of. Oh, dude, yeah. Or, like, especially <laughs> especially when they, like, um, specifically, like, specify what happened in the movie. Like, there was a song that came on during Bloodsport where it was like, You were my very best friend, and that crazy Chinese <laughs> guy punched your goddamn neck off. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Wow, that was. <laughs> that was very specific. Yeah, he, he's right. But then Thank you get you. the music that's like, it's an icon because the film's so great. I can make you see a movie with a sound. Like I could do it right now just with my mouth. I could be like, dun 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 dun. 
Oh shit! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, nah. yeah, like or you know Jurassic Park, which isn't exactly '80s, but you know it's '90s, fucking like yeah, yeah dude, fucking John Williams for the win. Hell. That's some powerful shit. It is, but um, I don't know, man. Like, there's so much good music out there, and so many different genres, and you know, there, there's something out there for each of my moods and personalities, which trust me, there's a lot. <laughs> um, but like, uh, like that's the thing. We could do this episode forever, four separate times in a year. Yeah, and I yeah, could just, I could probably do this forever. Continue. Yeah, um, but like, come on, you know, you you got your classics. You got like Beverly Hills Cop, which is kind of funny because that movie was just it was a decent movie, but that music just became a fucking icon. Fucking, it did. It's sort of the video game. Yeah, dude. And then there's some things that I kind of put on the list to be ironic. I've got like the room, but like you hear it. Like you can't unhear the theme. It matches. I don't even know who wrote it. Yeah, like it's amazing. And then, you know, there's some where it's like they have regular ass music and maybe they're kind of memes, but like it actually works super well. Like Shrek, like honestly, you know, like that was another thing where instead of making a film score, they're like, you know what? You know, this song... Well, they still had a film score. But I was talking about just the licensed music alone. Like, it translated the, the feeling. Because obviously, in the land of fairy tales, they didn't fucking know, you know, Smash Mouth, Led Zeppelin, or any of that. But, like, it yeah. worked. And that's, that's what I'm on. Felt good, man. Um, seriously. Well, like, even, even like... Um, the actual film score for Armageddon, you know, that was like super serious. <laughs> Minus Aerosmith. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because the time is beautiful. Ooh, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> and I don't want to miss that. Oh, wait, that's his daughter, isn't it? <laughs> that is. So I, was, I wasn't going to go there, but you Nancy, did. Um, she's gorgeous. But like, they can build so many scenes like there's ones that slap to me but then there's ones that like i really appreciate like here's an example of some amazing writing and then perfect music uh the movie seven where the dude's killing people based off the seven deadly sins yes really think about the fact that they made a dude handcuffed in the back seat of a cop car talking to another guy they turn that into something scary and like suspenseful dude if me or you or any motherfucker are in a car driving down a long ass dirt road there's like no way we can make it as horrifying or chilling and creepy and ominous as they did no and the music has a lot to do with it but the writing was also on point and it's so amazing how a film can make a movie and then sometime or <laughs> yeah, uh, a film score can make a movie like really great. And then sometimes a movie can make a film score really great. Like, um, I don't know, like I even put something that comes on when I'm working out, especially doing like calisthenics is like uh, a lot of the weird music they put on like in the background for like movies like The Transporter or John Wick where it's like, it's, you know, nice music or whatever, you know, like, with the, it's like, oh, you know, here's a little snippet of some electronic stuff and everything and a guitar. It's pretty neat. But then, like, you remember where you saw it and you just, like, yeah, it's, you know, you get, like, that cool Feels feeling. Like, yeah. You know, 
like, I don't know, it's interesting. You're sitting there and you're thinking about Jason Statham kicking people's faces off and you're like, yeah, this is great, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, if someone hadn't seen that movie and they're like, bro, what the fuck are you listening to? You'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, let me turn it down. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, it's yeah. done right there. But if someone comes in the room and they pick up their eyebrow and they're like, transporter? And you're like, yeah. And they're just like, fuck yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, like, shit, dog. So it's kind of interesting, you know, like James Bond. You know, Ooh. like, you get excited, dude. Yes. And bring that back, like, just in time for these new ones where, like, they wait till he does something fucking amazing and then it comes in. <laughs> I have to, I have to watch dude. one tonight. I cannot yeah. not watch a maybe, James Bond. Maybe we should try to stream that because I would like to do that. <laughs> um, I actually recently watched Casino Royale. Um, I love that movie. But, dude, it's so great. Like, even it may not be the best movie, movie ever, but I fucking love it. You're so familiar with the James Bond theme song that now they can just use pieces of it. Like, you you know, it's a dark room and it's black and white and he turns around and you see his face and all they got to do is hit you with a, that's it. But you're like, you just like rip your shirt off. You're like, yes, touch my body. Yeah, dude, and, like, to bring it to another movie, like, I would be acting like the monkeys from Space Odyssey, you know, Ooh, like, fucking. Yes. Hell yeah, dude, yes. like. Oh, goddamn. I'm, I'm just saying, look, I put, I've, I'm all over the map with my list, to be honest. I'm looking here, I've got everything from the Elephant Man and Exorcist to, like, goddamn, you know, like, Mission Impossible, Pink Panther. I mean, those are like, all yeah. really good movies with yeah. good, fu- like. They have strong themes. I, I'm not as familiar with the movie from Elephant Man, but I've seen the play. But they yeah. have strong themes that make them oh, yeah. them, well, you know? To, to, to tell you just in short about the movie, like, the music kind of, like, mourns and cries and moans and struggles as the character is on the inside. And that's a heavy play. And it's like this black and white film. There's a dude with, like, a crappy bag on his head. But even then, even if you aren't like me or the Elephant Man and you're not like some freak that's been exploited, you hear that music, you see him, you know, slump his shoulders and you understand what he's dealing with, even if you've never been there, you know? Yeah. Like, for me, people just see me as like an object because I'm so goddamn good looking. (laughs) You're a bitch. Shut up. (laughs) I don't want to hear that. (laughs) what's it like being a pompous asshole <laughs> yeah. and then sometimes the music isn't as you know isn't like represented the best by the movie sometimes like um really think yes. about it like um i've been bumping into the soundtrack from transformers and since it's become a meme even though the first one was pretty good it was decent um it's become like a meme or whatever but like that music, holy shit, dude! The music, like, good. like when you when you get up out of that shower and you're still like steaming, and they're playing like the Optimus Prime, nah, 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 nah. instead Optimus of like, Prime. instead of just being a miserable goblin rubbing myself with uh, chemicals and soap, I come out and I feel like I just. I don't know. <laughs> it's like the Avengers theme song, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're yeah, like, dude. fuck yeah, I'm going to do amazing things. And you just sit down yeah. and, you know, watch cat videos for the rest of your day. Right. Exactly. 
Exactly. So like, <laughs> yeah. Instead of being like a super gross goblin and just sitting there and typing on a keyboard, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Feels so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a piece of shit. <laughs> but like, um, I've got so much. Like, we used to jam. I'm gonna take something from your list, and we're just gonna make this one thing. We used to jam to the Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, like. We used to totally get down, and then one day we were at this big family get together, and we were playing just like you know, make up, make no up, rules, your soccer, yeah, soccer, just, you know, in cut like people, stab them, do whatever, yeah, yeah, this little horse pasture. We found out <laughs> that you could play CDs in there, and I happened to have just laying around, like, I think the second Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, the second like, soundtrack, <laughs> like. Um, so we, yeah. we plug that in and next thing you know, it ends up becoming like mortal, mortal soccer. Like <laughs> I still have scars on my knee from that. Yeah. I think, I think I did too. Like I kicked my toenail into my foot. Like my whole toe was actually inside. I did squeeze it, squeeze it back yeah, out. We like were running around because the whole training rink was made out of sand and it's huge. We used to yeah. jokingly call it the Taj Mastal. But uh, <laughs> and it had those walls, which was great because we didn't have to go all over God's green earth trying to get the damn soccer ball if someone kicked it. It was great. Much. It was a good time. I I had so much fun doing that. Yeah, it gets to the point where like the lights were off, the big light in the sky, the the big hot one, it was like gone. The sun, you fucking idiot. Oh yeah, yeah, and like yeah, our families, our families were like, "Dude, all the old people have actually gotten tired of talking. Can we go now?" And we're like, "Dude, no, you like no, you." We're out here. We're sitting there like we're like bleeding. We've cut. God, that's so good. If I did that now, I'd be like, "I want to go home and take a shower." Oh, I sleep wrong, and I'm like fucked up for a week. Whereas back then, yeah, I could me. run at eighty miles an hour into a tree and just like. <laughs> Just like those toys you throw against the wall and they turn into a blob and then slowly come back to form. Yeah, no, I can't do that anymore. I will not come back. Probably shouldn't anymore, that's for sure. Um, But there's just so much. Like, there's so many music that, like, you hear and it conveys a sound. And, like, in meme culture, that's huge right now. Oh, definitely, yeah. You have such a short amount of time to make your short little video clip, like, really... Stick with it to like mean something. Yeah, exactly. Like I've been making those short little videos and you have too. And like mm-hmm. sometimes for fun I put different music to it and I can make something that's just silly seem like macabre and mysterious and deep and ominous. Or I can make it just seem like a dumbass meme. Just or even I can stupid. It, yeah. Even like, more stupid. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's it's really interesting how they do it. And um like right now, here's a perfect example, being in isolation. I've been listening just to have some background music, but not be too distracted. I've just been playing the the music from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay, I was about <laughs> to say don't don't tell me it was the Stranger Thing the Stranger Things soundtrack where it's like dum dum dum. I use that a lot. For, <laughs> I use that a lot for other it's things. It's a good like fucking I'm, soundtrack. When I'm about to like go break into my friend's house and hide and like scare the shit out of them, I use that to get into character. Like <laughs> I get in the mood, oh. you know. Um, <clears throat> when it's when it's raining 
it's like the perfect time to listen to music like that and think about how funny it would be if you were standing outside of one of your friend's windows just because (laughs) horrifying or that time you taped (laughs) that fucking owl on the outside of my window after we watched um the fourth kind kind, yeah yeah dude i remember i opened the door and i was like you fucking dick (laughs) (laughs) i even took a marker and made his eyes look huge yeah what else you got on your list like huh? westerns in general, of course oh, I'm going to yeah. go with the good, the bad, and the ugly because that's one everyone knows. But like westerns in general oh. have like the structure of an orchestra, but they use like local like sounds and instruments that you would assess with like that aesthetic, and mm-hmm. they really do such a good job. And of course, there's Indiana Jones, and I'm trying to go kind of around the ones that everyone already knows are amazing. I'm trying to like kind of stick to stuff like. You might forget how strong the feelings you felt were in The Godfather, mostly because the soundtrack. Because The Godfather was one of those things where the dialogue was like simple, straightforward, and then the silence was their tool. And what was amplifying the dramaticness of their silence and their pauses was the music. And then it can go the other way in movies too, which is really interesting. Like sometimes the music can sort of pause um and then the movie can like pick it up you know yeah fucking someone's like stuck in a dream or a flashback and like everything's like crazy and the music's dramatic and overwhelming but all of a sudden it stops and then you just hear a simple sound of someone's voice like wake up and like you're like oh shit like the fact that the music stopped that person saying wake up makes a goddamn hair on your arm. Yeah, the absence of music, right? So before our last episode ended, you jokingly talked about No Country for Old Men, and I've only seen that movie once to not even realize that there's no soundtrack to it. There's a whole list of movies that actually have no soundtracks, but that that absent absent music is a big deal. Yeah, and that's why musicians always like to talk about silence in the titles of like their songs which i always kind of disagreed with like if your living is making a noise maybe don't get too hung up on silence but it's true the the thing that's just as powerful as having a sound for a feeling is also knowing where to cut it off make it quiet and then let the feeling just resonate but i gotta say another one that might kind of catch you off guard here a little bit is like you know it's just as iconic, though. You just don't really think about it. But Chariots of Fire. Like, anything's going on, and I can just be like, dun, 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 dun. Like, <laughs> it's been used in hilarious context. It's been used in epic it's been context. Used in a but lot it's, of stuff. it's only possible to do that because it's such an icon. And I start, like, foaming at the mouth when it comes to talking about film scores and stuff. I could, I could seriously, like, hijack this goddamn podcast and like take just it talk over. about it but yeah I'll, I'll try to ease up but like it can be so cool and movies i don't know seem to be like a really big part of you know our childhoods like we're really social people and we like to share things and events and experiences so watching movies with each other has become huge yeah it's a it's huge a big- integral part of our life like there are times where like you kind of put on that movie just to imitate the presence of the people that you like to watch that movie with. Yep. 
Yep, I know that 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so are you pretty much done with your list? or? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to slow down. There's so much more. Um, yeah, like, I feel you. I got I to gotta call it quits at some time. And we already mentioned, like, most of the big stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's take a quick break. I'm going to cut the audio off, and then we'll come back to uh, basically my list stuff, and we'll go from there. Okay, so we've talked about your list of soundtracks and movies that, you know, make you feel good. Um, I am going to go through, I kind of broke mine up with, you know, just straight, pure, uh, like, orchestral. Maybe some of them have some words in them. Uh, And then uh, soundtracks that have albums with inspired music. So I have two separate lists. Now, these lists could be a lot bigger, but I didn't want to, you know, kill us. We can always touch back on this later. But, okay. So, we already touched on that I'm a sucker for dynamic strings. I love strings. I God, as a kid who played the violin for four seconds, I don't know. I've always loved it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, It's true. She was repeating it up and said, wow, great. Bye, guys. I was like, cool. I don't like being told what to do. Thank you. Um, So uh, I I, I don't know if these would be in any specific order. I have a couple albums that I'll listen to over and over, so – just to list off the albums, I actually really like the Kung Fu Panda album by Hans Zimmer. It's really good. Um, oh, yeah. God, just... You can just... I don't know. I, I get yeah. super emotional when I listen to music. Like, when I go to a band that I really like and they play a song that I really like, I kind of cry a little because I'm like, oh, man. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just easily... Uh, emotional especially as i get older i don't know what that is all about maybe we'll do another podcast about that but um the savage beast so just to kind of like there's specific songs that stick out my head not just an album uh so the legend of ashitaka from princess Mm. mononoke by joe hisashi that Mm. song fucking slaps and if you've never heard it, Google it now. Uh, it's so right good. Now. I love that song. The way the strings right build, now. how sad it sounds, just blah, just punches you in the throat. Pause um, so, this podcast right now and look it up. Right now. Right now. I will hurt you. Right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, another soundtrack that it, it, in it. No specific song, really. I love Lord of the Rings in general, um, but I will, I I will touch on some of the songs that I like from there. Uh, but I will always listen to a, an official Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Now, is Howard Shore the guy who did Lord of the Rings? I can't remember. I don't remember. Um, I'm gonna double check just so I'm. I definitely uh, wasn't totally sure. No, definitely not. Um, Howard Shore, yeah, he's in there. Franz Walsh, uh, 
Philippa Boyens, but I, I'm not sure who those are. Now, Howard Shore has done a bunch of stuff. Um, he's pretty good. I like him. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I really like The Legend of Ashitaka, which is really good. Mm. Um, the Passing of Uguay, I believe the track is called Uguay Ascends um, by Hans Zimmer and Kung Fu Panda. Makes you mm. cry every time, or at least that. me. Um, so the song during Padme's funeral service after she passes away and they, you know, do the thing and they make it look like she's still pregnant and everything. That's by John Williams. And that's from Revenge of the Sith. That's Um, interesting because I I love the original Star Wars soundtrack, but there's not a whole lot in the first two Star Wars that is like super amazing other than the Darth Maul fight song. Isn't that Battle of the Fates or something like that? Yeah. Now the third one, the third one was very strong. Totally yeah, agree. definitely. I but we, Tyler, you know that when we go to the pool as little kids, before you no, jumped no. off the the fucking diving board, you're like, Mallory, do the thing. You're like, hey, oh, hey, oh. like <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, no, seriously. And then it was just like uh, episode three, whenever the adult swim would be going on, and I would trick you into standing close to the pool, and I'd push you in, and the lifeguard would be like, hey, you'd be like, I hate you! So another good one that I could listen to all the way through is All of Gladiator. That is one of oh, my yeah. like top two movies on no matter what list I make. It's always like one or two. Uh, yes. Fucking love that movie. Love the yes. soundtrack. Thank you, Hans that Zimmer. Was, uh, that was on my list, but I knew you had it. And also yeah. I spelled it way wrong and kind of <laughs> couldn't sit there and figure out what I wrote. The Barbarian Horde. Yeah, no, so good. Fucking love it. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first movie, is fantastic. It's actually two composers together, Hans Zimmer and Klaus Bedell. Uh, Bedell, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his actual last name, but I would assume the T is silent, uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, super good. I listened to that back to back to back all the time in high school when the movie first came out. I was obsessed. Um, or as one of our nephews said when they were little pirates of the carrot bean. So, uh, <laughs> uh, there's a track from an anime that really could have done a lot better, but I still love it. Uh, and I know it's not necessarily a movie, but I can't deny that I love the song by Yoko Kano. And I believe it's Shiro uh, Whitetail um or upon red hill and that ha- involves strings and an acoustic guitar that's super good yeah you're um, cheating though like if we were gonna go the tv show or video game route like yeah i would have mentioned Yoko i had Kano. to though because i listen to that song so much um but we we can always do another episode on that um yeah. that's gonna be a whole entire another episode because when i'm doing a million miles an hour weaving in and out of traffic at nighttime with the cityscape like in my horizon and the fucking jazz music from Cowboy Bebop comes on. Mm. It's fucking, it's amazing. It's good. So. It's fantastic. Um, Lion King, when he sees his dad in the clouds. Oh, yes. I fucking cry my eyes out every time. Um, so soundtracks with albums and like inspired music. So that have like, you know, singing music that maybe not entirely in the movie or anything like that is 
Uh, Tron Legacy had a bunch of albums that spawned yeah. from that movie that are fantastic. Solar Sailor, uh, I believe, by Pretty Lights, <laughs> is fucking amazing. Seriously, um, that's such a good fucking soundtrack. The Pokemon theme song by 98 Degrees fucking slaps. <laughs> so fucking good. I love that. I love it so much. Oh my god. Nick Lachey, thank you. Um, oh obviously, a lot of people really like Birds of Prey, and that it is. It's a good movie. Um, it's a fun movie. It's not a perfect movie, but it's a good time. Ewan McGregor um, played such an amazing, unhinged yeah, villain. Yes, like Ewan McGregor did such a good job. Yeah, I, I definitely echo those statements. Um, yeah. The Black Panther soundtrack, like the orchestral soundtrack mm-hmm. is amazing, but also the album that came from that with Kendrick yeah, Lamar is super is. good too. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Um, but yeah, I feel like there are some movies where without the soundtrack, it wouldn't have a harder punch or as hard of a punch, right? But then there are some movies that can do without. But I think a big movie that takes the I like of having a soundtrack and just like takes a little bit more and just makes it a masterpiece is There Will Be Blood. Yeah. The yeah. music constantly sounds like it's building and you really yeah. just feel so uncomfortable. You feel like something bad is going to happen when something bad is happening almost the whole time, right? Because he's just out yeah. of his fucking mind. Seriously, like that is like a perfect example of a film score and a movie just being fucking soulmates. Yeah. They're perfect. Yeah. And, and and Daniel Day-Lewis obviously is just a really good fucking actor, but just yeah. paired with the writing and just even the camera angles, you always feel like something's getting ready to pop off and it really doesn't until the very end. And it's not even that dynamic. Like it just yeah. kind of just fucking ends in a dirty, short, brief, gritty way. Yeah, and you're like, well, like it makes it, sense. It wears you out. Kind of like The Revenant. That's another one where it's like, yeah. it's not even a soundtrack to a certain extent because it's just this it's it's just the candle lit like for the mood yeah like the revenant was like not even a movie it was a fucking ordeal like it was yeah. an experience in and of itself and yeah that the soundtrack is key man i will yeah. say another uh movie that does well with sound is hook like the sound yeah. like the theme for hook right Dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 and the way Dustin Hoffman like moves his hand to it, and then you know they stomp <laughs> yeah, the stairs, and the red carpet comes down. Like it's just fucking, yeah, it it's is. so it's good. Um, uh, yeah. There's, there's music is so important, and we could even potentially do an entire episode on music and video games. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we could do video games, TV shows, and even like TV shows, definitely. We could probably even do like cartoons as an entirely separate thing, to be honest. You know, like who doesn't hear music from like The Last Airbender and they're just like, oh, God, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Avatar Last Airbender is so good. Um, I never watched the other one. Um, I was a little bit older and like way too busy at the time and didn't have TV. But um, I was working a million hours. Yeah, good fucking time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, this. um... 
I I feel like so like some of the earlier films, right? Like with Charlie Chaplin and stuff like that would basically be nothing without the music because they didn't have words, so they used the music to describe actions like falling, yes. what they call like Mickey Mouse music, I think, where they <laughs> paired the sound with the action. So right. it helped add more, like it boosted what you were seeing on film and it yeah. it helped because again they couldn't talk, right? Yeah, I'm all about that. That like growing up, you know, I, I grew up and I was like really into that stuff. And one of the only channels that came in proper on our TV was some sort of like Turner Classic or something. I think it was like AMC like, at the time, back when yeah, all they did was yeah. just classic movies. Right. And they also had like um Three Stooges and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, they played that a lot. That. Yeah. And um dude, hell yeah. I'm all about even Popeye even some of the cartoons too they they definitely do well with the music but um yeah yeah no I I really appreciate the entries we got from our listeners we hope to get um more feedback as we kind of continue through this journey of podcasting and kind of figuring out what the episodes are going to be um yeah We've got a lot planned, so I just I really hope that the audience uh, interaction remains at the at least at the level that it's at now. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, because I, I really do enjoy getting the feedback from people because there's so many podcasts that I listen to that you know you want to take part in and at least hearing that your answer at least made it in there. Now, eventually if it does get to the point where there's a lot of people answering, we'll have to do something that shows <laughs> polls, right? Right. That shows yeah. responses in a, in a general way. Um, Cause I do, I, I want to make sure that everybody's heard. Um, but speaking of like movies and music and things that you really like, and that just really just <laughs> fucking get you pumped. Uh, our next episode is going to be on comfort food. Ooh. Yes, that's going to oh, be God. a big one. So um, if you would like to answer this question ahead of time, you can send an email to our email address, socialish69420 at gmail.com. <laughs> and basically the question is going to be, what, like, what is your ultimate comfort food? If you're having a bad day, what do you go to? And it's not just like a snack that you binge, right? Like if you could make a, if you could have someone else make a full course meal for you when you were having a bad day, what would it be? What makes you yeah. feel good, right? Nice. Um, because I have a feeling we, should, we're, we may have an episode where we combine all three of these. We should also do like discomfort food. No, I'm just kidding. Discomfort yeah, no, food? I like, uh, that I like was really idea. long for me. Um, I like the idea of an episode that does like uh, pairing after yeah, it'll bring all three together. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. But seriously, I really appreciate the viewer interaction. Uh, and if this helps, I just want to let you know. I'm going to try to say this every episode. But if you replied and you interacted with this podcast, I love you. So now, <laughs> now you have incentive. You guys can all fight for my affection. Yeah, totally. I'm Uh I'm the best, dude. You guys can all fight for my affection. And just know that if all you got to do. Well, I'm going to up the six here. I love you more. And you should answer because I love you more. Fight for my affection, not for my affection.